Welcome to episode 63 of The Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and this week I am joined by Brian and Kevin. We are three artists, illustrators, animators, filmmakers, and just all-around shit-talkers. And each week we take some of The Endless Stream of content brought to you through Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Spotify, YouTube. Wherever you get your content, we take a chunk of it, we watch it, and we talk about it. This week is a pretty focused episode. We've done this once or twice before. We've taken the anthology animation series Love, Death, and Robots... We've watched all nine short films, and we've put them in our respective orders, and we're just going to run down those lists and talk about these short films. We also talk a little bit about the Multiverse of Madness up front, because we got a, a message in from Kat, one of our listeners, and we talk through her opinions and our opinions of Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. Go and check out Love, Death, and Robots Volume 3 on Netflix. Give this show a listen. It's good fun. We had a good time. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast, heading over to iTunes, giving us a rate and review, a like and subscribe. All of those good things really help us out. On top of that, you can head over to Instagram at The Endless Cast, where we put up illustrations and clips of the episodes over there. And that's a good place to comment or send us a direct message where you can tell us what you thought of the movies or the shorts or whatever it is we're watching. You can suggest something for us to watch. You can also do that through theendlesscast at gmail.com if you want to send us an email suggest something for us to watch tell us we're wrong about something tell us we're right about something all that being said let's get into the episode we are back with another jam-packed episode of the endless stream we are going to be focusing this week primarily on volume three of love death and robots we are not going to dig into trailers or obi-wan or um the new season of stranger things all of which are around and i guess we'll watch chunks of and discuss next week um one thing I got do... to watch Obi Wan, didn't you? Mm-hmm. You forgot to watch Obi Wan. I thought you? it was on a Friday. I didn't watch any of it. There's also Norm Macdonald's new special as well. I want to have a look at that as well. A lot out this week. Norm Mac- did you watch Donald, it? Is he not dead? He recorded Norm. this weeks before oh, death. Already, months before death, before dying, in his living room. Yeah. Oh wow. Um. But what I do want to do before we jump into Love, Death and Robots is I want to acknowledge the fact that we got a, uh, uh, a letter from a, uh, a letter from a listener. So Kat sent a, a response in. She just went to see Doctor Strange and she sent a little uh, review through, which I will try and read and we can respond to a little I bit. I met Kat in person. Here we Lovely go. Person. Yeah. On the whole, it's my problem with a lot of Marvel stuff these days. And now they are so self-involved, it's very hard to get excited about a character that I would only know about if I've seen five-plus movies. The new stuff just assumes you already know about these characters and skips emotional investment elements. Which is why I love Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, because it was a fresh start and treated the audiences with respect to be introduced to the new characters, even the cameos. FYI, I never thought MCU films were particularly amazing and I have no memory of most of the ones I've seen. With this film, I had no emotional interest in the character save Wanda, though her story was already established in WandaVision, so I don't think anything new was introduced. Completely lost opportunity with the new characters in America. Some sort of redemption arc with Strange helping her was missed. Her powers were a minor plot device that weren't explored. Also, I really wanted to know more about her life skipping through worlds. How is she so well adjusted for the clearly traumatic childhood she endured? Also, if her mission was to find her mums, wouldn't her power, which has supposedly been working right all along, bring her to them? At the end, she's happily in the magic school instead of going to find them, now that the danger has passed. Poor Rachel McAdams was given a bad character who just stands around, and the makeup did an awful job in covering up the growth on her face. Maybe leave that part out. I don't know what the story was there. 
I disagreed with ES in that I thought it was quite a big story. Oh, I disagreed with the end of stream. I, yeah. <laughs> I disagreed with the end of stream in that I thought it was quite a big story. They threw a lot in. I think the whole temple part could have been thrown out. I didn't learn anything new there. Flow was okay. I have to say I wasn't bored at any point, but I've never had a connection with Strange, and I think the writing was poor. I hardly ever blame actors. It's not their fault if a director can't get everyone on board, if the writing was rushed or overproduced, or if an editor goes rogue. What the F was up with the end credits of the guy punching himself? Was that a reference to something else? It was bizarrely horrible to make a guy punch himself for three weeks because he's understandably asked for payment for his goods as a food vendor. Okay, I think I'm missing. she's missing the point. This is a horror movie. But I was also, but it's Rainey. also just a cameo of Bruce Campbell and we expect Bruce to do something zany and yeah. fun. And it's a joke. It's kind of... Also, tying in the it's over to the movie being over thing. Um, but I don't know if you can say if she's missing a um, point. I will say I liked they did something new with the horror aspect. I appreciate that and I think they did it well. Though the logic of where the characters went and the zero backup plan of this supposedly high security building when she's chasing them is dumb. The cameos in the Illuminati were probably more important to existing fans of Marvel World canon than a casual viewer. Either they should have committed to exploring multiple multiverses as the title implied or they should have dug down and learned more about the universes they did encounter. Then, about two days later, everything everywhere all at once, everything I wish Multiverse of Madness was and is not. Yeah, she's completely entitled to her opinion. Um, uh, I do think, I did think of uh, why why America Chavez never found her parents. You know, but uh, mm. um, Bruce Campbell, you know, I enjoyed Bruce Campbell's cameo. I didn't think it was particularly rough, all right, you know, but at the end of the day, it's, 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 a, it's Sam Remy, it's Bruce Campbell, it's a joke, you know. Um, yeah, three weeks was pretty harsh for. Oh, and, yeah, but like you know, strange to be dishing out to <laughs> a civilian. Strange is an asshole. He's like the new. He's he's the mm. magic Iron Man of the MCU now. You know, I like that strange. Anyways, uh, as a character, you know, I do like him. So, you know, every but every Marvel character is pretty sarky at this stage, aren't they? Except for Captain America. Brian, any response? No. I think Rachel McAdams is beautiful, despite the growths on her face. Okay. Um. I think we've we've. You better take that out. I don't want any part of that. Uh, does feel like she should get that removed though, right? It's easy enough. It's just a mole. No, she doesn't have to get anything removed. Excuse me. He's just baiting us oh, now, Kev. Oh. He's just baiting us. Yeah, he's very. Drunk, he's right? awful. He's as awful as a groat on someone. Isn't face. he though? Isn't yeah. he? So that's attractive. Um, but uh, well, it was a, there was a lot. Anyways, there was a lot in that uh, review. But uh, I'm trying to think of things. What's your opinion on it? I I, I think the, the casual viewer thing is a fair argument. You know, if you haven't, if you're not as invested in this world, like it is asking a lot these days to, to, um, to care. I think they do. It's it's I, it just like it's they, a they sequel cover to be everything fair. you need to know, but it does mean that they have to mention these things and give you a little context for all the things. They I show you, you know? think. I think if you've got questions, maybe it suggests that you've got an interest in those things. And maybe you've got a desire to know more. And the film, I don't think films have to give you everything. I think they just give you enough to serve the story and it's okay to have, it's okay to kind of go, what's that? Who's that? I I, I think that's, I think the film is designed to zip along at such a pace that, you know, it works without going into too much information about who's who. Because all you really need to know is 
strangers in New York, America shows up, they hop to another reality. You don't really need to know a whole lot more than that, I don't think. Um, I saw everything everywhere all at once, and I loved it. Um, but I think they're completely different films. I think one is how many times have one, you seen that now? Three, only three so far. Uh, one is vastly better than the other, but they're not trying to do fair the same thing. I think the title is misleading that it's called Multiverse of Madness. I agree. And they really don't spend a whole lot of time in a bunch of multiverses. Yeah. Um, I'd agree with that if if that's kind of what mm. if what Kat was... I think there was room to be... Getting at. Um, yeah. Because it isn't really a multiverse There's one sequence where they feel a little yeah. sort of shuddery about a multiverse. I, 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 did, did, and then there was... we don't do that shit again. They could have got lost. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked both films, but like everything everywhere is... A vastly better film. I completely agree. But at the same time, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that Strange needed to be more like it. Um, I think Strange... I wouldn't be holding Shang-Chi up above it. I don't know about that. I like Shang-Chi a lot. Yeah. Shang-Chi was great. I like Shang-Chi. Say, I love that. Shang-Chi is very good. Yeah. The only thing I don't really like about Shang-Chi is that ending with the dragon and stuff. Yeah, but Shang-Chi yeah. is great. Even even yeah. uh, his father being the villain. And it stuff is fantastic. Is, he's, it's... it's it's pretty badass. All that stuff is great. The drag is a bit of a miss. But um but I Michelle Joseph yes. both. But I also I, I do Jules like uh I do like Doctor Strange as a like my thing with Doctor Strange though is I will just kind of like it's, it's it's a good Doctor Strange sequel. It's as much as I'd want from a Doctor Strange sequel. I think my biggest issue with the Doctor Strange movie, to be fair, is the last couple of scenes. Just uh, screaming with the eye and then embracing the eye in the next scene. It's just like Yeah. It's like kind of like you're allu- it alludes to like what the fuck is going on with this third eye and then kind of next scene it's just like that's not even a thing to be worried about anymore. Look, boom, a new person. I think that stuff was a bit ham fisted. Yeah. What does that mean? I think one of my biggest problems with it is that the first strange film is good. It was well enough received, but it the franchise now, like the MCU as a whole, needs a kind of a whether a character or a storyline that is going to be a linchpin and they had talked about this being a sort of a civil war level film in that you know it was going to be promoting strange to like the not not so much like the leader of the avengers but but at least kind of um an authoritative figure in a in a fact in a fracture yeah, of avengers or, yeah well yeah he, he just could kind of be just a, even a narratively stark... that that Level like who's asshole, you know? what what's the next kind of team going to look like and then i think they've changed that I, I i think they maybe were working towards the secret wars and the plan wasn't to have a new avengers team i think the plan was to have the original avengers back again for sequel wars so i don't think the plan i assumed that the plan was that we'd have a, an avengers team with strange and captain marvel and whoever else and I don't think mm-hmm. that was ever the plan. I think the plan was to bring back everybody for a Secret Wars. But Secret Wars has been pushed down the line because of COVID and everything else. So this film was in was in flux a lot, you know, from what we've heard. Um, just even stuff with like Chadwick Boseman passing. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but that was my assumption always that we were going to have. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> My assumption was that Sorry. you know we'd see them put together a new team, and that's not that's not what they've been um, aiming for. I don't think. I'm just laughing because he jumped on a half hour early, and he could have just had his dinner. 
Oh, it's just home. I don't like the delay, guys. Sorry, sorry, Brian. No, that was pretty much it. I, I, I think that's what it is. I, I think that's one of my problems with it is that I, I thought that this was going to be them kind of promoting Strange to the the kind of first string A team, first whatever tier, you want yeah. to call them. Um, and then it didn't in the end, and it seems like maybe they didn't because that was never never the plan, maybe. But it made sense to me that if everybody's contracts are up and you've got this new team, then why not build them? But um, yeah, I, it, they've said that mm. you know they're not going to build to a kind of a Thanos level story, and that they were going to do maybe much more kind of shorter self-contained arcs, and I don't think that's been move but that's where we are i think so. they're saying about this the Thanos stuff for sure is like uh saying that they're not they're not going to do the, the Thanos things is like uh i think it's to lower people's expectations because i think a lot of people are going to see these mcu movies now and they think every single one of them is going to be big you know and it's just not you can't you can't it's not a reasonable expectation you know and i think they kind of fudged themselves with spider-man no way home but we did have you know, Shang-Chi and the Eternals before that. And Black Widow. Which are all good movies. I do like them. Hmm. I think that's a fair response then. And we just wait for Thor and keep our Marvel fucking... Which is out next? Thor for or uh, Miss Marvel? Marvel. Then Marvel's ahead of it, is it? In June? Yeah. Hmm. Thanks for the letter, Kat. Thank you very much. Cool. And I hope you're doing fantastic. Thank you, Kat. Before we jump into Love, Death and Robots, last thing I'm going to throw up People should send a, us more letters. A, a thing in the middle of this because I'll forget by the end. Or emails. People should send us more letters and follow at The Endless Cast on Instagram. Um, we are running a comedy show in Dublin, Inc. Friday, June 10th. Admission is free. Come along. The lineup is great. We've got Lalzi, we've got Killian Farrell, we've got Mark and Luke, we've got John Spillane, we've got Shiva McQuinn, we've got Emily Ashmore and we have Bag of Cats. Admission is free. Doors are 8, show starts at 8.30, Dublin Inc. and Temple Bar. Come down we'll and have be a there. laugh. It's going to be a good Friday, June 10th. Saying it there. We'll all be there. be there. Well, most of us will be there. If he feels comfortable. But, but, Brian uh, will be there. Yes, we could all be there. At least two thirds of us. Um, send emails, send Instagram messages, all that jazz to the end of stream. Cast on social medias. We love hearing from you. The Endless Cast. I don't know, man. At gmail.com. The Endless Cast on Instagram. The Endless Cast on Twitter. The Endless Cast on Patreon. We don't do anything on Patreon, but the account is there. Take that. Preparation. H. Okay, Love, Death and Robots Volume 3. So we're pretty certain the way Volume 1 was set up, or at least I, I suggested this, the way Volume 1 was set up and the way Volume 2 and 3 have been set up that they basically just split split volume two into two volumes, right? Eighteen episodes in volume one, and then like six and six and two and three, or eight and eight, eight and eight, eight and nine. No, oh, nine, yeah, yeah. They just split one season, right? Yeah, probably. It's a much more manageable number. Mm. I was. I found these much easier to watch than season one. I think probably season one was just too many. It felt overwhelming. Yeah, it's a little bit gross. Did you guys enjoy this? I I like these a lot. Brian? He's nodding. Yes. He's nodding, yes. Yeah. Yes, nodding. <laughs> yeah. 
there wasn't really a miss in here for uh, me. I don't know about that. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I wouldn't say um, that. Oh, there's definitely a miss. There's definitely one miss. Interesting, <laughs> interesting. Um, well, I think the thing is I saw the value in all of them. I saw missed opportunities. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, you could also call that there was because there was value in all of them. Mm. Yeah, but that's yeah. And we can say this up the start so we don't say it a thousand times: is that we're not trying to tear any of them down. We're just going to put them every in the artist working on it. I'm, uh, you know, I am. I'm in awe of what you can do. You're all fucking fantastic. I'm just. All I'm say all all I'm saying here is just my reaction, my feeling to watching stuff. Um, some stuff was very satisfying, some stuff less so. But everybody working on that is fucking, you know, an A one talent. I had a S-plus, I had a moment watching like just, yeah. it where I literally had like a five year old Aiden brain going, "How in the name of God did they do these things?" You know? Five year old, like, I was brain. like, I don't. Thirty four year old Kevin brain, uh, yeah. I would, but like I had the same reaction watching one or two of these where I was just like when I was a kid was like I wonder how they do that maybe I could go to school to learn that you know I'm just like am I am I back at You're the beginning yes how yeah. do well, I the world, the world has passed us by I've regressed yeah, the world has passed us by younger people are better than us and far more capable of anything we're yeah. ever capable of and we're obsolete Every, everything involved in making cartoons seems to be different than the things I learned about making cartoons these are amazing looking shall we start at the bottom we shall start at the bottom. Uh, my number eight. Nine. Or will we let Brian go first? Uh, well, I'm just, Brian, I'm what's just your number eight? Brian says, but go on. <laughs> um, I, I have these done. I have three tied kind of at the bottom. So, yeah. We'll just pick one of them and tell us what it is. Pick the... Pick Pick the first one yeah, alphabetically. Just for structure's sake. If the three are tied. Uh, indulge us. Just for structure's sake. Take the three of them and put them in alphabetical order and say the first one. No, because the alphabetic one is is probably the better oh, okay. <laughs> of, of the other two. Well, uh, alphabetically then, of what's remaining, uh, is Kill Team Kill. Okay. Okay. You'll have to, so, Kill Team to Kill. I don't have the renames of them. I just have what I would think of them. I shouldn't have fucking done that. <laughs> Robo bear. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Just call. It. So does yeah, your list say like Robo Bear die on planet mini things dancey lady? Like I can't tell you, but yes. Okay. Pretty much. Kill Kill Team Kill, directed by Jennifer Yu Nelson. We've seen that name a lot through um, through Love, Death, and Robots, haven't we? Yes. Um. So. Hmm. I believe so. Yep. Yep. I'm just having a quick look back through. She's done one, I think, at least in volume two, if not two in volume two. Um, um, sorry. Yeah, there's two in volume two. Um, Kill Team Kill, Jennifer U. Nelson by Philip Gelat. Titmouse, 13 minutes. Green Berets hunting a giant robot bear. Joel McHale, Seth Green, Gabriel Luna, Steve Bloom, Andrew Kino. That's a lot of names for... Feels unnecessary. But um, 13 minutes, that's your bottom one. So tell us about, I guess, what you didn't like about it, I guess. I mean, again, we're assuming everything's great, but why was this lower on the list for you? Um, I just didn't care. Fair. Not funny. 
you know, kind of saw everything coming a mile away. I feel like we've seen it before. Like it looked I, very nice, but like it, it, it. When you look at the best stuff in any volume of this, mm. uh, I think it represents an opportunity to kind of you know say. You could just kind of go wild. You, you could you could say you know what we could never make this film live action because it would just the cost would be astronomical, or you could never do this set piece live action because you know kind of some element of that. And yeah, and it you know what we have is kind of a couple of dick jokes and a robot bear and some kind of boring ultra violence. You know, like it all looks great, but. If I want to watch something like, you know, creatively violent, I'll watch anime or something. You know, this is just kind of like dick joke. Bunch of it. You know what? I watched all of these the day they came out. So my thoughts on this were kind of fresher Mm. two weeks ago, whatever it was. But it reminded me a lot of, I think, a couple of months ago, maybe last year, I was saying Aliens hasn't aged well. I can see why it was a hit. But I don't think it aged particularly well, and it kind of set a template for that type of movie where a bunch of kind of crude, crass, loud army you mean types Predator or aliens? go up against Aliens, the sequel. Aliens. Both, really. Um, At least as you've better. described it. Yeah. Predator's better. I can see, like, and yeah, Predator's good on a, a rewatch. It's better on a rewatch because it's. It's got elements of kind of, you know, Rambo, but with mm-hmm. an alien, you know, but that's kind of getting off the point. What we're being, being, I can see why Aliens was a hit at the time. Mm. There's some good stuff in it. The last sequence in the end where Ripley goes back to save Newt and it's kind of against the clock. That's all cool, but it's really dated. It's kind of, it, it, it set a template that we're still stuck on in terms of, kind of bunch of military kind of fetishistic stuff crude marines go in up against this thing and they swear a lot and they die and that's it end of and, and kind of bored of that kind of thing and this was basically that it looked great but like i, I just don't give a shit <laughs> i've seen it it's okay it's um, like Ke- kevin you're number eight Number nine. Number nine. Apologies. Make that mistake again, and it would be the last mistake you ever make. I might have missed watching one of these. Anyway, go on. Um, Swarm. Actually, that's the only one I know the name of. Swarm. <laughs> so Swarm was um, Simon Afriel arrives as part of a two-year research mission to an alien star system inhabited by an insectoid race. Um, they're trying to harness the power of this swarm of alien species that giant ant colony controlled by pheromones kind of useful super soldiery jobs but the swarm evolves to protect itself Um, it is directed by Tim Miller Rosaria Dawson, Jason Winston's George of the Voices, Blur Studio 17 minutes long why is this the bottom of your list? again all of these things look stunning Um, like they're all excellently produced uh, I just I don't know like kind of uh, I think it's super convoluted to be honest uh, I think a little bit much um, in terms of some of the dialogue and 
you know i got initially i was really into it i thought it was really cool but then like when they banged and then it's a switch to something he had long hair and i didn't know how much time had passed and then she actually i didn't know what happened then there's like there's like it was going one direction and then it just completely switched like if it went forward in time were you drawing and then you looked up again no i was completely i was completely okay, okay. i was completely watching it i was completely okay. you know sober yeah no they had to get to the point i think is really because something had to go wrong in their plan yeah but they they kind of they all they got they did they did boink mm. and then it was like time elapsed yeah and he was fighting parasites and she was all melted into the the parasite thing the main parasite mm. yeah rubbish what was that about <laughs> yeah cool okay i see like Boring, boring, boring. Boring. Yeah, okay. It, did, it didn't hold your attention. There's some lovely stuff in it, and, like, a lot of these things are very, like, even in Volume 2 we saw as well, where it's, like, there's stuff that's, like, this is an amazing technical demo. I love Blur. Blur Studios, I, 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 when I saw it was Blur, um, I was a little disappointed. Swar- Swarm is my number four. Interesting. Ooh, Interesting. <sighs> Isn't the point? Huh? Because... Uh, we, we get to them and compare, I guess. Um, but yeah, so you held it. You That's not held how we it. did it before, though. We did. We didn't say no. in advance. No, because because otherwise, when I get to our number four, we'll have already you say, "Oh no, we've already talked about swarms, so move on." No, so that's what we we've re- done previously. We revisit. Yeah, that's what we. No, no, no. That's what we've done previously. Okay, and I'll, I wasn't happy I'll, about I'll it. I'll send you the link. I wasn't. I wasn't happy <laughs> about it. So it's your number four then. So what? What? What's the difference, or where do you hold that higher than? Why do you hold that higher than Kevin? What gripped you? It'll probably make more sense when we get to my okay. other. Brian, are you serious? Words. You're yeah. a monster. <laughs> You're... I'm going to tell you where it sits, but I'm not going to engage in the conversation about it. Yes, oh, no. I am going to say that I was annoyed no, that I, I didn't I'm, get I, to have I, the conversation I, about it the last time. I, I am. I am. I'm just not going to. I'm not going to explain it the way you asked me okay. to explain it. Well, please talk for I'm some. Not tell talk you for why a period of time then. Than the other ones. Hmm? Then, without me trying to direct. What you're going to say about it? Yeah, shut, say you something. just shut the fuck up for two minutes. I mean, good god! Like, I'm trying to get a flow on here, and this goes. There, the rules and Brian, the format. You'll give him a hand uh, cramp. Stop uh, it. Point, point of order. Point of order. You'll give him a hand. <laughs> Can you also put the knife down, please? Aiden, what's your number nine? He doesn't even have a number nine. Does he use a number eight? <laughs> number eight uh, in vaulted halls entombed is my number eight. Oh, the Cthulhu one uh, yeah um, What's Joe that? Manganiello that, that's Jai the Cotton. top of my bottom three um, it it again it's kind of a lot of what you said about kill team kill. it's the aliens two problem it's yeah I didn't care it's it's a team of space marines are sent to rescue a hostage from insurgents they follow them into a cave regular marines well it says Marsoc marines Marsoc Marines. What's that? All right. Regular Marines enter a cave. Um, a group of regular Marines enter a cave and encounter um, fucking weird crap. I mean, they're things. on a planet. They're not in space. Like, technically, Earth is a space Marine because, you know, they're on a planet, too. Brian, so. I can Spaceship see his hand season up. Aiden, go on. Um... It's it's the same thing. I I just like 
I'm actually like I I took a screen grab of all the episodes off of Netflix and then like rearranged them in order and you can tell my films you can tell the order of my films by like color you can see mm. dark spooky mm. shit at the bottom bright colorful shit up the top can, based on those things I am um, I just didn't I just I just don't like everything dying and insect monsters and I, it's just not for me I do think there's a lot of the same in terms of marines being outnumbered by robots slash aliens and getting killed constantly mm. in all of these in all mm. of these and i think that's like even watching yeah. it like, and that, that that's why my top one is the top one yeah, okay. we'll get to that later. Mm. yeah um but my top one is the top one but yeah like i you, I, you I like i like cosmic horror stuff i like cosmic horror stuff and they get to the fucking cthulhu monster in the last 60 seconds of the thing and before that we've just got marines shooting at a swarm mm. of fucking insects it's like, go, run. just just mm. run and like not even in terms of logic just in terms of like narratively like what's fun for us yes, to look it, at it, it, it's know, as equally a bunch of people unloading yeah. clips or, or like just just boring to look at and then <laughs> and then like i was i was you know really annoyed with it uh before that or by that point but then later when the guy staggers out and he's fucking his guts are spilling out and the other marine's like I could have helped him it's like no no you could it was just stupid yeah so stupid such a wasted wasted opportunity um yeah and again it's it's the aliens thing alien to aliens James Cameron's aliens it, it's that problem where we saw it in 86 or whenever aliens was mm. and then we've just we've never gotten away from it really mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so that that's the top of my bottom three and the reason it's kind of at the top is i like i like cosmic horror stuff but um wasted wasted opportunity again yeah but uh, as you put it aiden you know there's value in all of them yeah and it it's great. it's like it's again like this it. is like a fucking you know it's sony pictures so their animation department got to do something way outside the realm of what they usually do in terms of cloudy with a chance of meatballs, maybe they got the VFX division involved. Great movie. There is one. It's a, it's a big it's a big tech demo for them. I would imagine really getting to flex themselves a wee bit. But I just was like, yeah, I'm watching them shoot a, a horde of spiders running towards them. Going, there's seven billion of those, and you've got thirty rounds in each magazine. Run. K- kind of like to my point earlier. We've had about ten years of video game industry selling marketing games with high-end five to ten minute like fully rendered mm. kind of cg cutscenes, and they come out and you look at them and you go fuck that's great whether it's the justice league one that blur did mm. or whether it's the mm-hmm. witcher one which Amazing. is it, it, the witcher one is the entire reason that there's a witcher tv show yeah like you can't tell me otherwise that some that's somebody watched that thing in the barn right yeah yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah, I've watched that's that. the entire reason. Yeah. yeah, I think me and Brian have it's, watched that it's together super. hundreds of times at this stage. Yeah, but like we've gotten the, the or, and also the um, Batman Arkham City one. Yeah, um, where the guy's talking to Hugo Strange's private mm-hmm. security mm-hmm. team, and he's talking about the Batman. Fucking phenomenal! Every time I watched one of those, I was kind of like, "Why can't we get the Goon?" Like, a bunch of animated shorts. Right. Yeah, the Goon. Fincher was supposed to direct the Goon, <clears throat> uh, with Miller involved. But like, I've Mm. we've watched all that stuff and it was just like why can't we just get you know a couple of five to six minute 
shorts because like again we'd watch the kind of or I'd watch at least the opening cutscenes in like something like Final Fantasy 8 or 9 mm. and kind of go oh fuck why, why can't I make a Final Fantasy movie and then they did <laughs> and it was Spirits Within and it was it looked great and it was dull as fuck mm-hmm. and it's just when this when this series came along it was like oh great somebody's kind of you know somebody's kind of fulfilling that wish of yeah there's there's some great directors out there and there's some great things you can do in animation that I mean the, whole, the entire reason Deadpool exists is because yeah. Or put together that that CGI Deadpool oh, yes, thing. And they they leaked it, you know. Um, so that's the opportunity. That's the value of, of this entire mm-hmm. anthology. And then when we get something like a Kill Team Kill, or something where it's literally just you could have shot this with a live action team, and we've seen it, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that that's the disappointing thing about about that kind of stuff. Um, but at the same time, the people who've made this have also made you know the the Deadpool, the the Justice League stuff, the Arkham City, the, yeah. the Witcher, Night to Remember stuff. So, and there, and, and I'm glad and it there, the actual other shorts I've seen have been amazing as well. Sorry, I forgot we were naming video mm-hmm. games. So funny yep. said the goon, but yeah. <laughs> no, but you're right. You're, you're right because right, yeah. the like, yep, you're absolutely right. Um, so then, number eight from Brian. Um, you said the swarm Mason's was your, rats. Mason's rats. Okay, just not for you. Uh, like it's cool but it just it really reminded me of you see I can't think of like any specific publication but you'll you see one of those kind of portfolio publications where concept artists have put a bunch of stuff out and I, almost always FX. you get some sort of um, something like that Imagine FX I think I, I don't, I don't. or it's like sometimes it's a magazine sometimes it's something that you might buy in Forbidden Planet or something but there's a kind of a, a trend or a tendency with concept artists to like just mishmash, you know, what if a farm, but yeah, robots? What if um, ships, but in the sky? Mm. And like, it looks beautiful, but it's just, yeah. it, there's, there's kind of no story. And th- this was kind of that. It was like, you know, here's a farm. It's Tom, every, it's every, kind of everything a Tom and Jerry looked, thing. Everything in it looked like a great concept art painting. Mm. And then all it came down to was just more of that ultra-violence stuff, but not particularly... So Mason's like Rats... There's one point where the, the scorpion thing throws the rat up and it just riddles yeah. it with bullets. And wasn't funny, wasn't shocking, was just kind of... Oh, I, th- I thought it was funny. Uh, Mason's Rats is directed by Carlos Stevens written by Joe Abercrombie and is from Axis Studios Scotland and features Craig Ferguson I notice I like George Fer- Craig Ferguson um, yeah it's it's rats have evolved some sort of rudimentary civilization and are fighting back against the farmer and an elaborate rat catcher sends robot shit into the house and yeah it's kind of a Tom and Jerry vibe thing I guess and ultra violence as you say um, I can see why it's pretty low down on your list. Oh, oh there. The rats not only evolved a civilization, but they evolved a Scottish civilization. Kevin, you're number eight. Uh, the robot planet thing. The robot planet thing. The three robots? No, no, no. no. Oh, the, okay. Pulse of the machine or something. The, one the with very the, pulse of the I machine. The, 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 I think it was the second one. And it's the one where the lady is dragging the other lady across the planet. The Very Pulse of the Machine, directed by Emily Dean, the moon. written by Philip Gelat. Yeah, Philip uh, needs, to, Philip needs to take a chill pill. Yeah, it's me. 
Uh, yeah, like kind of like. Tell us, t- tell us about I'm it. I'm fucking trying to aid it. What? So lagging? Let him speak. What the fuck, Jesus this guy? Christ. Can I finish? Also, lower your camera so we can see what you're doing with your hands. You're putting toothpicks under your nails, aren't you? Not oh, you, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, please put your camera <laughs> back up. Um, uh, what was I saying? Yes, the robot and the machine. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. Uh, not not for me. Not for me. It just kept on. It's like, it's like this, this, like, you know, she's obviously in a, a horrendous situation. Her co-pilot has died. They crash landed on a planet. Her co-pilot has died. She's running low on oxygen. She connects herself to her her, her co-pilot's oxygen tank. But th- because th- then they're... I thought it was really good, Then they're tethered together. Um, that's good, Brian. Um, oh, we are... Kevin, I thought you were Different really people. I, okay, well, we, oh, sorry. I thought we were actually going from the top of our list. I got confused for a second. This was actually at the top of my list. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I liked. I see what's happening. I liked it. <laughs> it took me a minute too. <laughs> I liked it because it was convoluted, and like I didn't understand the dialogue much, and it was repetitive. And then like it's kind of just like it wasn't interest. Uh, you know, I like these are the things I liked it for. Um, it was like uh, you know, she was like kept on doing the in, inducing more drugs, even though she knew it was gonna make her wacky. And they did that twice, and it just it just kind of kept on going, and it was repetitive, and I really liked it for those reasons. Cool, cool, cool. What did you think of it? Um, my number eight was the swarm. Oh wow! Okay, are we on? Are on seven? Huh? We're not on. No, seven? I think we're on number we're on eight. eight. What are we on? Eight. Yeah, yeah. I've talked about five, <laughs> five Because you keep talking about them out of order. <laughs> <laughs> we're on number eight. Okay, yeah. So rubber yeah. planet, not for me. Um, no, and I, um, the, it was a moon, actually. Oh, was it? <laughs> the the oh, swarm is my things. number eight. Uh, it was your number nine, Kevin. Yes, and it's your four, Brian. Is that what you said? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I kind of lumped it into the same sort of thing as the the vaulted halls and tombed thing. I just insects and tunnels and like space horror ultimately and i just was like i don't care and it's a tech demo and you're just floating around and it's you know broad sweeping anti-human consumerism statements i really didn't like it yeah um, and i thought a lot of it was pointless oh jesus yeah i mean there was some interesting stuff around the notion of like the the this sort of benign super structured civilization type of thing and then these these parasite species that sort of got absorbed in and, and whatever like it was kind of there were some interesting things in it but I just didn't care and I was also like that that, that last thing know. was cute though to be fair the little vomit eater yes okay that was cute cute I think it was I suppose in a world where they set up everything eating everything else yeah um, but again it, it boiled down to like biting heads off of shit and like tearing into brains and I, I think some of this, like, Love, Death and Robots has gotten a lot of criticism for just, you know, the concept of adult means sex and violence rather than... Yes, yeah. I don't know, just... Well, you know what? There's a, theme, themes, I think know? there's a balance, and I think the show does provide a bit of a balance to a degree. Mm. Like, it's not... Um, yeah. It's not all doing gloom. Most of it is, actually, to be honest, isn't it? 
Most of it is doom and gloom. I yeah. Take that back. Actually, um, I mean, my favorite from the last one was the 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 giant. What was that one called? Yep, giant. the drowned giant. You know, yeah, I think that was all um, of our favorites, wasn't it? By the end of it, yeah, it was, and I think it was just like it was weird and it had some gross stuff in it, but like it was really anatomical and it was great. Makes it sense. was nice and yeah. and and thoughtful and kind of fascinating. Whereas it just it just didn't need violence. But like a, a lot of these are based on you know science fiction mm. kind of novellas or short stories. Yeah, and I think this story called for a bit of that violence because it was in in the story. You know? I I I, I, think I understand some cool ideas in there, and I don't think it. I don't think that the violence was gratuitous in this. No, I, I the thing is this: I I don't think it's the. I don't think I have an issue with the story. Per se, it's just that once you put, by the time we're at 35 of these things in a row, I'm just like, could we pick a different story? You know, but. Mm-hmm. But I, I'd still take this over a Kill Team Kill mm. or or Mason's Rats or something, because there's a there's an interesting central the idea, swarm. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. OK, yeah, Brian, you're number seven. I, I do I, I do see what it is here. That's me. Um, My number seven was the Cthulhu okay. monster one. In the vaulted halls entombed. If just for having a Cthulhu monster. Hmm. Okay. But bottom, bottom, bottom three. three. Joe Manganello, Christian Serratos, didn't, Jay Courtney, Deborah Wilson. A lot of voices again. Didn't look enough like Joe, even though I knew it was meant to be him. <laughs> I felt... In some shots, it was identical, and then in others, Skinnier, it was like yeah. modeled on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, felt, I felt like that was strange because you think you just have the one rig for all of it. I suppose it depends on lighting. But uh, my number seven, and I feel kind of bad putting this at number seven, um, but uh, you're gonna get, you're gonna understand, I guess, the type of horrible person I am, to a degree, following the the six after this. But um, I did put three robots at number seven. Three robots exit strategies. I like it, and I'd absolutely watch like uh, a movie of this. They're they're fun and stuff characters, but um, this is an opportunity. Love Dead Robots is an opportunity to do something different, and to have a concept, you know, fulfilled or whatever. Like it's their ontology series and stuff. I'm not mad mm. on the fact that like there's a running story between the seasons. Does that make sense? Like, obviously, talented yep. people. And if you want to do humor and something more lighthearted, awesome. Do it. Do a different story. I just, again, it's like, it's like, I, I like the way Love, Dead and Robots. It's almost like you could watch any episode at any time and it doesn't matter. But it kind of does when it comes to this one. And I just feel like, given the opportunity, I, I, you know, given the opportunity to do a story of any description mm. uh, and you're kind of, you're trying to establish an, a, a, a world or characters and a narrative, I'm not, you know, like an, a, an ongoing one. So I think it's a wasted opportunity. Yeah. I think it's a good example of what we... Well, like, I, I didn't realise that I'd forgotten the three robots existed in, in Volume 1 because we didn't do this for Volume 1. We just watched them independently. So I don't think I took yeah, them in as deep. I, I might have half-watched that one. Exactly. But arguably, you don't... Oh, no, I'm going to stop there. Um, but this is a good example of... Um, the fuck? <laughs> this is a good example of uh, why we think this is one series split in two because they did a three robots in each of the two seasons you know mm. um, 
But that's Patrick Osborne, Blow Studios from Spain. And three robots sort of look at potential survivalist plans in the post-apocalypse and, you know, survivalists like, sort of it's gun nut funny, style or rich tech billionaire style yeah. or tech trillionaire. It's funny, but um, it's I like, liked just the thing at the end. Yeah, the cat. The little spacesuit guy on Mars. Oh, Brian's just, he's sick of you waiting. My God, look at him. Okay. Brian's face says "fuck you" and your stupid taste. Um, I did enjoy. I enjoyed the little cat thing at the end. I thought it was funny. I didn't. Fair. I didn't expect it. I was like, "That's such a weird fucking choice." Yeah, a stupid choice. But that's because you forgot the first one. No. Yeah, I don't know. Was there a cat in the first one? <laughs> there is. Okay. Yeah. See, I I don't remember the first one at all. Yeah, I saw those guys used in the marketing for season three and was like, "Am I supposed to know these robots?" Yeah. Fair. Um. Yeah. So that's that's like that's why it's my number seven because I just feel like. Wasted opportunity. That's all. Okay. Um, my number seven is Jabaro. Um, I thought it looked great. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> okay, go on, continue. <laughs> I just didn't like it. I was bored at my tree. Um, Which one was Jabaro? Great. Sure, sure. Was sure. that the one with the scary? I don't. Un- I don't understand his reaction. I can understand him not liking it, but it, sure. Like, sure. Was well, Jabaro? It's the one with the yeah, okay, siren okay, 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 and okay, okay, the conquistadors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're a fucking. Um, you're a fucking. You're a degenerate. Go on. You're a pled. You're not the test okay. Actually, what is it? Again, what, what is a test none of these are bad. It's just in terms of the ones I enjoyed. I looked at the list and went, that's kind of down at number seven. Um, I didn't laugh once, you know. Um, didn't make with the funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, directed by Alberto Mielgo. Written by Alberto Mielgo. Um, we'll find out where Brian has that one as we move closer up down the list, wherever we're going. Pink Man Studios from Spain. 17 minutes. You didn't like um, it. Yeah, I just uh, it was too long for me, and like I did look at it technically. He's intimidated by it, mm, Kev. Mm, mm, mm. Both, both by the technical prowess and by the raw mm. sexuality. He's uncomfortable with both of yeah. those things. <laughs> really, yeah. Mm. He's kind of nailed me. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> at least someone did. <sighs> <laughs> Should we just leave it there? I thought it was too long. Just leave it there. I thought it was technically very nice looking, but I didn't give a shit. It was just shouty, and Mialgo keeps having aggressive shit. Anyway, um, your number six, Brian? Night of the Mini Whatever. Night of the Mini Dead. Yeah. Uh, Robert Beasy and Andy Lyon, written by both of them two. Book Studios from the United States. Pair of horny teenagers defile a church and cemetery at night, accidentally raising the dead, causing a zombie apocalypse, and then we just see a zombie apocalypse play out over a tiny micro machines tilt shift world. Um, I guess tell us your thoughts on it. It's fun. Liked it. By the time we were up at number six, you're really just we're just enjoying these things, and they just fall in different orders, you know. Yeah. Um, just different orders, preference. Yeah. Fun. Entertaining. You know, it. It. It's. Seven minutes, it didn't overstay really its welcome. 
Yeah, and like it, it doesn't have you know any of my favorite stuff. Mm. That like, but that's not to say that it's bad. It's just it doesn't have the type of like I'm, I'm not a huge zombie fan. Mm. You know, I like Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. I like my zombies kind of in that format, but not a Walking Dead fan. You know, I can appreciate the kind of original zombie films and stuff, mm-hmm. but I think zombies are much more interesting as a game in terms of like how would I survive what's my strategy but in terms of films and stuff this was cool to kind of see how it would play out and how you'd you know depict it on a little micro scale and there was something similar in um, Oates Studios did something like that with God and these I have to watch that one kind of natural disasters I have to watch Oates Um, it was fun but like did you know did um, was it fucking Zack Snyder zombie movie what was its opening credits like did that do something weird that was uh, just a Johnny Cash song until the man comes around. No, no, no. The the other Zack Snyder zombie film. Oh, sorry. Uh, Dead of Thieves or whatever it's called. Dead, Dead yeah. Thieves of the Dead. Zombie Dead. zombie of the Vegas. He didn't direct that one, though. Vegas zombie? The Vegas yeah. one? What did we call it? World, Isn't that what World Kev's War talking Z? about? No, I'm thinking of, no. I'm thinking oh, about Dawn sorry. of the Dead. You're on about his yeah, first one. Yeah, directed, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Ed is talking about the, the, the Batista one. Yeah. That one kind of did the Zombieland type thing. Yeah, was it Zombieland? Kind of did that, but okay. not as fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, like, I, I didn't dislike this. It's just... Yeah, it's, simple, straightforward concept. It's not yeah. Yeah. my favorite stuff, cool. but it's fun. Uh, it was fun. Yeah. It was entertaining. Cool. Yeah, silly. Uh, cool to see Carnage on a... Micro, micro scale, scale, yeah. yeah. Scale. I, I, like, fun, I like a yeah. squeaky voice. Yeah. 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 Um... <laughs> By like so basically out of the nine of these I think my number nine number eight number seven number six were like kind of like the weaker one the much weaker ones for me and then kind of the top five I felt more strongly about and my number six choice was the Cthulhu one uh, yeah vaulted halls and thumed yeah I just think I, I'd, I I think I'm at a stage aesthetically where I'd rather I'd rather cartoony or not even cartoony yeah. I'd rather kind of just stylized than than hyper realistic yeah. if you're gonna do hyper realistic just just get the actors in and make them the, the things that they're fighting cool and stuff you know um i did like kind of the i did like some of the like the horror gore i'm a horror i'm a horror fan so i did like some of the the, the horror gore stuff in it uh and i did like kind of the cthulhu going like release me and all that kind of stuff but um again kind of marines going against stuff uh and it's hyper realistic. I'm not a fan of the hyper realism. I would have rather seen like mm. cool stylized faces and caricatures and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Hidden. I think like the, you know, for me one of the one of the best examples of like a cosmic horror thing is the fantasy video. Um, and you know that's that's animated in a very different style, but it's got just such effective moments of horror dealing with the same content and like i said why why see marines shooting clips at a swarm of stuff when they mm. could have done some something like the the fantasy video what's the know? fantasy video uh, you know which video i'm talking about the die d-y-e the band french band where the kids sneak oh yes pool. yeah we watched yeah, it we all watched it the last time know, as well. you know what the very yeah. yeah and then the the girl and then she goes through the pool and she mm. kind of passes through the size and her her eyes combust into flames because she sees this Cthulhu yes, monster yeah. and this this ends in a kind of a very similar yeah. way uh, except the preceding whatever number of minutes is just boring tired stuff whereas in the fantasy video we, we there's fucking 
you know, some of the most imaginative body yeah, it's pretty fucked up. I've ever seen. And it, it does it doesn't need to be that fucked up, but that's what it means. Like why why are we looking at Marines shooting at a swarm when they could be doing anything else you know yeah. they can all still die but they could have even just run in a more interesting way and they could have shot it like from a, a weird kind of pov that you couldn't film in live action or they could but to know, be honest they could have done and more as well stuff. i kind of like if you're going to do an animated short and you're and like, i don't mind simple i think simple is better and if your idea is like kind of soldiers versus like monster don't do realism don't do marines and fucking don't do mm. Cthulhu. They're all things we are well versed and have seen a dozen fucking times. Uh, you could do like... I think we've seen less Cthulhu stuff, to be fair. Uh, yeah. ah, but you know... I don't think it's really pierced the kind of... Yeah, like, like Mignola's been trying to... Oh, he's all over, a fair he's all over South Park, as far as I know. But Hellboy was 2002. Like It's, it's a long time since we've yeah. seen a full-on Cthulhu, I think, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, in in Bloodborne, one of the themes in is is that you're the more insight your character gains into the world around them, mm. and it's set in this kind of um, kind of something like uh, Carcosa, which is this kind of it wasn't written by Lovecraft, but it's I think it was in Lovecraft was inspired yeah. by it. Okay. Carcosa, which is referenced in True Detective, mm-hmm. right. but you're you're in a you're in a this kind of ancient lost city that's been at the kind of been plagued by this this kind of cosmic horror and the, the deeper you go into the game the more you start to see this stuff that has been invisible but then yes. suddenly becomes visible right. and they could have done that with the marines have them wander through this cave and then gradually have their yes. perception be altered and see these kind of like they could have done taken a bloodborne approach yeah. Yeah. not necessarily do the kind of yeah but, but so much style, of it they could have done some story like that and it would have been yeah would have been at the top for me but and that's again that's what I'm talking about there's these they all feel like a missed opportunity yeah. the worst ones aren't even bad yeah. they're just yeah, yeah exactly. they have ideas I'm into and they just yeah. but again this this one a... this one becomes I keep saying tech demo it it's how can we dismantle Look, a human body I don't mind how many ways can we show you anatomy being I, stripped from flesh I kind of but I kind of expect these things to be a little tech demo ish to a degree because it's an opportunity for people to to kind of you know show show flex a little yeah yes yeah, to flex, yeah so yeah. i don't necessarily mind that um but it's and just into the spider verse was a fucking tech demo you know what i mean yeah. like that was them going hey animated movies don't need to look the same you know yeah i'm actually or look you I'm, know I'm, shades of i'm i'm gonna slightly look like a massive hypocrite later but you'll understand later but um but yeah okay so yeah uh just 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 like like i, I like cartoony and when i say cartoony i don't mean uh, it has to be like mm. uh, you know childish or actual cartoon or anything it's just I yeah. like I like stylized versions stylization yeah, yeah yeah. and I think even like I used to be someone who was like very much uh, enamored with the, the Marvel approach to comics and that kind of more realistic looks and realistic combo mm. characters I have drifted so far from that stuff uh, certainly as I've gotten older but definitely the last couple of years I just really appreciate like good cartooning so my number six is um, Bad Travelling Directed by David Fincher, written by Andrew Kevin Walker, 21 minutes long. John- I can see you smirking, you dope. Huh? I just know... You're smirking right I, on camera. I am smirking on camera because I sincerely put this as my number six, but I just know that it's going to aggravate you. Again, it fell into... We're just. I don't even want to hear your opinion on we're this. We're just tearing just, bodies just apart. Let's just move on to number five. It's number six can we move on to number because five, please? it is Can we just move on to number five? 
It is, this is it, careful very well directed. Five. Bad traveling. Um, <laughs> I just, I just, I just, I just don't like seeing shit killed for twenty minutes. Not a horror guy tearing bodies apart. I don't know, man. Jesus, how do you think we feel when we have to watch it do stand up? But um, good thing there's very little of it. That was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, beautiful. it's not true. It is a wonder to watch. Wonder why he's doing it is what I mean. So you're number five, Brian. Three robots. Oh. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> Patrick Osborne, written by John Scalzi, eleven minutes. It's just fun. It's funny. Yeah, it's nice looking. Um, Chris Parnell, Gary Anthony Williams, Josh Brenner. Go on, just um, fucking. Who was you gotta the, like? You gotta like a creepy cat. Who was the key grip in on a spacesuit? Hmm. Who was the key grip on it? Who was the key grip on it? That's not how cartoons work. I don't know. Um, my number five was Minnie. Night of the Mini Dead. Yes. Yeah, I just have Mini on my cool. list. Okay. But uh yeah, look, kind of fun. Move on. No, that's not that's not enough to get okay. I'm just saying about me. Like I, I think we've we talked about yeah. it enough to, in terms of like uh I liked it, fun concept, fun scene, yeah. the little kind of micro world, uh till shift kind of yeah. version of things play out. Uh I really liked it yeah. and it made me laugh and I thought it was cool. Uh not to I really do I do like that sort of like withdraw from you know, when it draws from the planet through the solar system to the galaxy yes, and, and, you, and you just hear that little poof. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's always kind of fun. Yes, uh, yeah, make me feel so as small like as possible. Like that catastrophically massive thing goes poof. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I liked it. There's like, a, but there's there's honestly not much to say about it because it's a straightforward concept that was played out very well and was fun to watch. Mm. It was nice and simple. My number five was Mason's Rats. Okay. Um, I enjoyed this. I liked the sort of future Scottish thing. I liked the little rat civilization. Um, you just like Craig Ferguson. I didn't know Craig Ferguson was in it until I opened the Wikipedia you for this. No, I did not. Uh, Brian, I knew he, in my heart. It's not a Ferguson fan. He, he watches old clips of Ferguson. Clips? I watch all he's telling me he didn't recognize. He's telling me he didn't recognize. To be honest, like, I had no idea who... Come he doesn't say that much in the fucking thing. Come on. I had no idea who he was until Aiden started sharing clips of me and I actually find him very endearing. I like him. Yeah. He had a good talk show. Yeah, he did. Actually. It's not been on the air for six, eight years. Yeah, but Gordon. that's what we're talking about. I don't believe that you didn't. I didn't you know. You heard it straight away and in your soul. I just have a soul. Scottish <gasps> fetish. It's Mike Fergie. He's back. He's come back to me. I'm happy that you got your, oh, you got your Fergie, Fergie fix. Mm. I'm happy for you. You should. I went into this. Uh, <laughs> I went into Craigie craving. I went. I went into. The, I went into it looking at it, going, "Oh, I'm going to think this is ugly." But I laughed a number of times, and then when I put my list together and looked at which ones I enjoyed, Mason's uh, Rats found its way up to number five. Okay. Even if I wasn't usually mad on the sort of design, I think you know. Again, when you say hyper realism, trying to like. Try to cartoon things, but also have hyper real fur. I'm like, this looks weird. It's even if you go watch The Incredibles when they're like swimming in the water, the way they're trying to do hyper real like wet hair, it looks weird on the models. Um, like the first one, I just think some of that's a bit odd. That's a good example. But I enjoyed Mason's Rats. Okay. Brian, you're number four. It's the swarm, isn't it? It's the swarm, but we don't have to talk about it because I already talked about it. Okay. Move on. 
Um, that's. I mean, it's fair. We've 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 done it. Brian just liked it because it was Rosaria Dawson. I didn't even. Brian, know you, you shut the fuck up, Brian. You knew you were a piece of shit, Brian. You're. I fucking. I got. I'm out. I'm out. Fuck you, Brian. Um, my number four was the bear one. Kill team, kill. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what did you enjoy about it? Well, it, it, to be honest, it was before. Uh, it starts off with a swinging dick. I actually missed that. Of course, he likes it. Um, but Does it uh, start with a swinging dick. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, sure, you don't remember. Kevin doesn't remember the big swinging dick. Oh, you didn't. You didn't yeah. know right same, away. It's not the same thing, right? It's not the same. You're a loser. Um, it starts with a guy pissing. Oh on yes, something. yes. Oh yeah, you caught that big. God bless yeah, you. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what, what was that, what was that? You're, 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 you're a good dude <laughs> you have a great personality um, but uh, what I was going to say yeah uh, I, oh, look it's this. It, I was watching I'm pretty sure that one probably came up before like some of the other like soldiers versus monster stuff but uh, uh, in terms of like basically it's exactly my point though Cthulhu the hyper realism and all that kind of stuff versus monster or these cartoony guys versus uh robo bear like I, I, look i was fully watching this one and i know it's stupid made me laugh parts of it i enjoyed uh but um yeah like daft stupid but at least more entertaining to me than cthulhu cool yeah my number four was three robots exit strategy we've talked about it 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 was fun. You're gonna I love the little it more relationships when you see the between first one. them. Um, I think it's kind of innocuous, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean I don't know. I just enjoyed it more than the vaulted halls and tombed. Fair. Um, number three, Brian. We're, we're whipping along now. We're getting down to it now, boys. The very pulse of the. Oh really? The very pulse oh, yeah. of the That doesn't surprise me. It's deep. Emily Dean. 17 minutes. Go on, Brian. What did you like about it? What did you what did you like? Um You know what? Like I'm not crazy about the cell shaded stuff to look Two. like 2D. I would prefer it to just do 2D in that style. It reminds me a lot of the stuff that like uh, production IG, the guys who did Ghost in the Shell and things like that. It's very much in that style yeah. and I know it's easier to do it in 3D and render it to look like that style rather than have to you know do it uh, draw it hand drawn whether you're doing it digitally or or, or what or colouring it with paint or digitally I know it's much easier to do 3D models and stuff so I'm not a huge fan of I, I, I you know I love cell shaded games but cell shaded kind of animation it just looks a little just looks a little kind of stiff for me and uh, not stiff too fluid actually oh, okay is the right yeah it, it's too smooth and i would prefer if it was but but that aside like it doesn't look bad it, that, mm. that's just you know I, I, I was kind of expecting not to like it because the whole time i'm looking at it i was like i would just much prefer this frame if it was a drawing yeah that kind of thing yeah. that said i just really like the story um like the story I kind of like the I like the question it prompts at the end can you explain it to me then please 
Um, no. <laughs> which which part did you which part do you not get? Or maybe I'll explain it this way. I'll explain what mm-hmm. I like about it. Maybe mm-hmm. that will kind of explain. I like the question that's at the the center. I'm, I'm, of it, I'm also where, sorry. I'm also legitimately asking you to explain it to me because it definitely went over my head. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. afraid to admit that. So the she's on yes. the moon, and the moon is the moon is like a large what do you want to say, computer or brain or something. And she's dying. And she has a choice at the end. She can jump into this this pit and there's a chance that she will die, but there's a chance that her consciousness, consciousness might, might live on. At that point, then she becomes, you know, kind of almost godlike, potentially. But, but the thing is, that I like the question there, is that if your consciousness was to expand to a galactic or cosmic scale are you even you mm. anymore because e- even if a part of you that you recognize as you is intact if your brain or if your consciousness has expanded then that part of you that's recognizable is now only a, a fraction of your your whole mm. right does that make any sense yeah mm-hmm. so and that, the, that's kind of just that, like on... that's kind of what we that's kind of what we are anyway yeah. i i kind of feel that's that's my kind of personal belief is that on a very like like mechanical literal sense though and maybe that's some of the stuff Kevin's looking for is like what i took from it was like so they're they're studying the moon they're studying the electromagnetic fields of the place they're studying the way the the geography behaves and the terrain fucks them over and puts them in that calamitous situation and she's trying to get back to the ship so i mean that's straightforward enough um, mm-hmm. As she pulls the body across the, the the sulfur substructure, and the the open pathway for the magnetic fields past the spacesuit into her dead friend's brain, it allows the computer system that is the planet, because so much of what um, is at work even on our planet, the, the concept of a rotating magnetic co- uh, core, like an iron molten core creating a magnetic field, it's electric electromagnetic fields like we have a we have a north pole and a south and pole that's kind of the way that's the way quantum computers and things would work so like if, if you were to take any signals kind of being part of whether it's a silicon chip or you know processes or things like that if you were to blow them up to a macro level yeah like a planet so effectively the the planet is sort of a it's colossal a computer, computer of some variety yeah and it starts to speak to there's a question of is she just hallucinating because she's dosed up on yeah. on methamphetamines and, and morphine, but also it's this kind of interesting mm. idea that that a planet with because I mean you know computer chips and stuff are you know sand silicone like you said yeah. electromagnetic fields and things like that and the planet has all of that within its atmosphere mm-hmm. and on its surface so the the planet is in effect a computer. Yeah. Um, and the idea is she that going the crazy signal, or is she actually speaking with the planet? The signal is getting access to the hard drive that is her brain, so it's able to access the language and start to communicate through the speaker that's built into the helmet. So, like, I, I did like that the like whether or not it's horseshit scientifically or whatever the fuck, and whether our interpretations or our explanations for it are weird. It's a nice idea, and it's nicely explained very efficiently. Like, you could get lost in that sort of technobabble bollocks, but I thought they did it quite well. I Thank liked God the I kind didn't. of like. I liked the sort of the vaguely Mobius kind of like is that game Sable 
Um, like I like that aesthetic a lot. Same thing when I looked at it, it was like, you know, when you've got these like little line design elements on people that look, you know, like illustrative hand-drawn stuff and they're so solidly fixed to what's a 3D object, it kind of breaks the illusion of the drawing a little bit. We need this sort of naturalistic movement or exactly. boil or inconsistency in it for us to fully believe it's, you know, animation as opposed to a 3D model or like hand-drawn two-dimensional stuff. Rather than, um, so I would have liked it to have had that thing, but at the same time, this was one of the ones where I watched it and I went, do you know what, it's so close to being just right that I can't really fault it. Um, and I don't know how they do it. And I don't even think I work in animation anymore. And I may as well be a fucking... <sighs> Good thing you got that side hustle. And look, I'm telling you, somebody's bound to like your feet. They will They will start buying those photos eventually. Just keep putting keep the putting feet the pics out, out there. there. Just keep putting them out there. Somebody's going to buy them. Pay, maybe Someone paint will buy nails. them. Because so far, it's like... Yeah, paint, paint the nails. I'm as successful at feet pics as I am at animation. Well, you're not okay. very successful at animation. Uh, oh. Says says the lad, my num- my, right? Says my the guy. Number three, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, you face. My number three says was kill guy, team sh- kill. Sh- I really enjoyed the robot bear. I really liked the design of the. I liked the styling. It again was a whole bunch of marines, but like I again was looking through the list, going, which one will I watch? Oh, that soldiers. Oh, that soldiers. Oh, that looks grim. This is grim looking too, but it's nice and colorful. Wait, and are we on number three I'm or a four? Child brain. Three. Uh, I think we're on four. Right? I believe we're on three. Wait, my number yeah. four was the bear one. I think say my number three one. Yeah, you haven't said oh, yours Aiden's yet. Just skipping. What was your number four, Aiden? Three robots. Oh yeah, Brian. What was your number four? Yours, yours was oh, the yeah, bear. Swarm. Um, also, I just want to say, Aiden's Aiden has done an animation animated movie that has won awards. Uh, so careful. I I think your compliment is actually going to hurt them more than than the the burns <laughs> oh, oh he's a very complex fella um so yeah isn't yes. he no, I'm just an asshole. with lovely feet yes yeah yeah one lovely foot he's got a nice foot it makes up it makes up for the other foot yeah i see him in person a lot these days and he's looking great i have to say it. he's looking great i also like spending time with him even if he does have that one hideous yeah. foot um, i don't judge him for it and the growth's on my face yeah no, your face is the growth. Uh, my number three is rats. Mason's rats, really? Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, had fun with it. Yep, I thought it was really silly and fun. Uh, I really laughed at the bit where they threw the rat in the air and just shot it for ages. Yeah, and I thought like that was hilarious. Members were looking on. Yeah, and like, I, going, and like, oh. and the farmers discussed at it as well. Like, I thought it was funny enough. Um, but then again, mm. like, kind of like to be honest, like Brian just explains. I asked Brian to explain the last one and why he liked it and I didn't understand anything either of he said so like don't be surprised as to why I just like you know shoot robots and I, I like I told Emer as well when we were watching it I said to Emer that like kind of I don't, I don't think what he's doing is right if the rats are becoming like sentient and evolving uh, the rats you know are on the farm because they have needs he has the farm because he has needs uh, surely they can they can compromise and talk and I literally said that that's kind of my problem with that one is that it, it just looks like a piece of concept art a fun piece of concept art and then there was a very bare bones story constructed yeah I loved and, it I loved you know. it exactly Brian 
Number two. Has everybody said the number three? Yeah, I said kill team Kim, kill team kill. Yeah, I enjoyed oh. the robot bear. I enjoyed the little. You, you cut him off. We we didn't hear his uh, his his reasoning. Poor Brian. I'm saying, Kev, you yeah, cut him off. You yeah, cut no, Aiden I feel off. Sorry for you. Yeah. So Aiden, Aiden. Oh, sorry. I, I um. <laughs> I, I liked the shooties. Um, I still like, like you said, with the swarm. I was like, we've learned already that small firearm or small arms fire does nothing to this bear. Choose a different tactic. Um, you mean involved? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, you're right. Yeah, there was no shooting in the swarm. Um. But uh, yeah, I had fun. I liked the. Little yeah, I'm surprised you had that pack meal droid thing that was shooting things. Oh, that was so cute. Yeah, I'm surprised you had that. Yeah, wasn't as, he? I'm surprised you had that as high because I thought you wouldn't have liked it. But um, I quite liked that one too, Eden. I thought it was good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm quite, I quite, I, I can't remember the, the different ones we've talked about. So I'm interested to hear your number. Because I have an idea of Brian's number one and number two, uh, and I think mm. I think they're the same as mine. Possibly not in the same order, but the same. And uh, I'm not too sure what your number one and number two are, so I'm interested to hear them. Uh, Brian, your number two. Jabaro. Yes, so we're the same, Brian. We're the same. I think Jabaro was excellent. Um, I almost, I loved it and I almost hated it. It was fucking brilliant. It's, it's art for art's sake. I know that's like, it's, it's like a wankery thing to say, but it's just like something that made me feel so uncomfortable, but I loved it. It was horrendous, but brilliant. Like the feet pics I keep sending you. Yeah, well, no, there, only one of them is horrendous. <laughs> the other one's good. Yeah. One is art. Mm. But one makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Both need to be there. This is true. They go together foot and foot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Foot and um, foot. Do you want to... Tell us about your reaction to Jabaro, Brian. You okay? Yeah, I'm just looking for some sunglasses. They're normally okay. on on the bookcase behind you, just top top right there. Though, top right. If I only could, I'd make a deal with God. That song's trending. I guess I have to watch fucking Stranger Things to understand why. Oh, I don't. I haven't watched Stranger Things yet. Isn't Kate Kate Bush Withering Heights trending now as well? Running up that hill. Okay, I can't find my sunglasses. Uh, yeah, Jabaro, uh, I really like. Really like the art yes. style. Anyway, um, I'm a big fan of that. Um, I like how it has a kind of photoreal quality to it. And then when you look at it up close, it's quite painterly. Mm-hmm. It's it's just gorgeous. It's really, I don't know what technique they're using. I kind of like the aesthetic, but then from a technical level, I, I don't know how they do it. And then the story is just a kind so of... So great. It's almost like a, a myth or a yep. fable, you know, which I'm yep. always a fan of. And yeah, it's got dancing. Mm-hmm. I love dancing. Um, yeah, just, you know, I, I kind of knew, I thought it was going to be my number one going in mm-hmm. because they were pushing it kind of heavily in the trailers okay, for this volume because I think it's it's probably visually one of the strongest. And then in terms of kind of, bringing good visuals and a story together it's probably the most one of the most cohesive um so i can see why they were pushing it so i was kind of fully convinced it was going to be my favorite um it would have to do something seriously wrong for me to have not mm-hmm. liked it um so i loved it and then i was surprised that uh something else i was surprised that something else took the 
top spot, but then I found out who directed it and it was like, yeah, okay, well, that fair, fair. I'm with you, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that when I we get to that. I was just going to say about the gold one, uh, like, as uh, this was my kind of this was, I was going to be hypocritical because, like, technically, my top two are quite realistic looking, uh, to a degree, you know, um, but it just it kind of just serves just to, to prove the point that uh, it's all about you know story at the end of the day um, like kind of good art will carry a mediocre story but like good art can't carry a shit story you know and uh, I think uh, of course I'm initially attracted to the art when I see these things uh, at first but if I if, if it doesn't kind of grab my attention story wise I can't I, or I, I you know I, I won't stick with it but uh, this one the, what was it called? Jabaro. Jabaro. Uh, Jabaro. Like un- incredibly unnerving. Oh my god, brutal. But like the deaf conquistador guy, not hearing the siren screams. Yeah. Uh, would you? Would you not? Well, I would say con- conquistador. It kind of has a vibe, no? Oh, for hundred percent. Oh, yeah. sorry. I thought you made a, you had a face there that kind of made me question that. Because I think you're hitting the cue like a T. So it sounds like you're saying conquistador. Why? What am I to say? Conquistador. Conquistador. Okay. okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah. I thought he was saying it wrong. Conquistador. Uh, yeah, I just thought this is great. Both Ymir and I were massively unnerved by it, but we're just also blown away. It's pretty intense, like, and it's pretty fucking long. It's a bit grueling, mm. but like, whoa, yeah. what grueling. a fucking experience. Cool as fuck. But not my number one. But cool as fuck. Horrendous. Though. awful but I think that's a good that's a good sign of something that makes you feel it's like definitely it. like impressive visual like Brian's right like I was looking at it going this is filmed and then they put a they either paint over or brush over bits of it like the water looks like it's real fucking water so maybe they're just putting this paint filter on the static like the foliage and stuff I don't know how they're doing it I don't know whether it's it's yeah. AI as well like is it is it procedurally generating this stuff over footage or instead of footage? I don't know. I, 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 this is another example of like, I don't know how this film was made. Like, I immediately came in and going, whole lot of motion capture, right? But then Brian's like, apparently not. And I'm like, well, how the fuck is it not? Because the siren was look so scary looking as well. She was beautiful and scary, you know? Mm. Uh, well, it was oh, like, I'd watch it again. It's It really is. I, I, even even more than the, my favorite one. And don't get me wrong, my favorite one is my favorite one. There's no doubt of that. But like, I'd even watch it again before my favorite one. You know, because because it's just mind blown. It's weird, but it's cool. What's your number two? My number two is the very pulse of the machine. What the fuck? Um, I I really liked it. I really liked it for many of the reasons Brian said. I I enjoyed the 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 questions it asked. The we are smarter than me. The, the science it proposed of the sort of concept of the planet, um, the concept that like I don't know that, that you know from our perspective a solar system may as well be part of a giant mechanism that we have no concept of you know, um, uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Yes, basically. fair. And I cover I covered what I liked about the art style of it. Fair. Um. Brian, I can see you're dying, so let's get to number one and get you it should, out of the way. Should you turn off your lights, Brian, and turn on the screen time, the screen brightness? It's pretty low already. Yeah, maybe try to turn off your main light. Anything would help, right? It's off. Oh, what? Okay, let's move. Put a hoodie yeah. over your head. Um, 
Let's move on. Brian, number one. Number one, Brian. Yours has obviously got to be bad traveling. Tell us why you liked it. Um, I watched these out of order. First, I went straight to Jabaro oh, first. Mm. And I loved it. And then I think I watched In Vaulted Halls and then Kill Team. And, you know, I had that kind of thought in my head that there's a lot of this, you know, group of sweary people coming up against a monster and they're not uh, there's no horror for me anyway that there's no horror there's no tension it just they just don't work and it just is frustrating that so many of them hit the same kind of territory and they don't for me at least do any one part of it successfully mm. and then bad traveling came on and at first I was like, why do they all look vaguely like Christopher Eccleston? Yeah, I, I thought that. that. I thought a bit like a vaguely Ray about, Fiennes as well. Yeah, Ray oh, Fiennes, Christopher why, Eccleston. Why did they? And uh, I was like, I, 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 I have a theory about that, but I'll, I'll get to that mm. later. But my, my initial thought was, what's this? Um, you know, why do they all look kind of the same? Kind of strange, strange aesthetic choice. And then somewhere around the middle of it, I was just kind of like, this is really good. And every problem I have with the other kind of group of people come up against this dark. This is a different level monster. I was like, it's like it just on a different level. It just it just, you know, it even it it initially shows us the the crab thing in the shadows and then it shows it to us in like full detail and it never loses its its kind of threat or it was always off-putting and I was just like what like what is it about this and then the story just impressed me with the turn it took and you know with the no speak you know the this he wasn't even the captain it's not even kind of clear about what who he is but the way he kind of the way he kind of kept to his his kind of principles Mm -hmm. and the way he took out the rest of the team it's revealed at the end and just right before I finished I was like this is my new favorite easily like i thought it was for sure it was going to be jabaro but it's like this addresses mm-hmm. so many of the problems i have with the similar territory mm-hmm. these the, this kind of places go the story was great and i was just like yeah this is just there's something about this is just a a cut above mm-hmm. and then of course it was directed by david fincher yeah, um, also, yeah. loved it just uh, superb and the thing with it is, like I, I said to you before that, like you can looking at this screen grab of all of the shorts, like you can see the darkest thumbnail at the bottom and the brightest at the top, and it's like, yeah, the four grim fucking things are at the bottom for me, but top of that pile is bad traveling, like it, it, it does what it does very well. It just falls into my sort of like script by Andrew Kevin Walker as well, who wrote Seven. Oh wow! So oh, like cool. it's, it's, well, see, it's very this, high caliber. This is it's what crazy. I was going to say, though. It's just kind of like I was saying about the, the SEAL team or the marine, Marines and all kinds of versus a monster in the setting that we've seen and blah, blah, blah. It's just like this is, I guess, like you can be, you can do it, but you can do it in a different way. And like this is exactly that. It was like, and it's not, it's not a complicated, it's not like a, a hugely complex story. Pirates versus a giant monster crab. Like that's essentially it, you know? But, uh, Oh, I love it. And you know what? I kind of, I even said to Demir last night, I could watch a, a spin-off anthology of, you know, P. 
period characters versus monsters you know even like the the jambaro with the with the siren and stuff you know it's kind of kind of in a similar vein but like i loved I, you know and, the, and 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 bad traveling was 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 realistic but like uh, also cartooned you know people's features and stuff were yeah. exaggerated and i like that yeah. that's yeah, yeah style, style, exactly yeah. Uh, i like that and it featured tech demo of mashing up human bodies for consumption by tiny little yes, shiny insects yeah. which is fucking disgusting I don't think it was that violent. There's a very violent part in it where it crushes the skull and the eye yeah. pops mm. out. Like that was that was gross. But I I think it was pretty reserved in in a lot mm. of the violence. It you know Fincher kind of knows when to show it and when to mm. and it, it all it also kind of made me you know when I watched it the second or third time. Jesus, it it made me I I think Alien Three. You know, funny mm. enough, actually saying we're talking about aliens and everything i don't think alien 3 is a bad film um i know fincher's not a fan of it but i would have loved to have seen what he could have done if he got to make the film Mm. he made Mm. and this is very much it's just interesting that you know he he directed alien 3 but he he wasn't happy with eccleston or fines in that it is some english lad right it's remember is it Eccleston Eccleston is like the security I, guard or something they call it with the low IQ is he I can't remember now um I think Eccleston might be in it and is the guy from Whitnail in it also Richard E. Grant oh remember. yeah no the other one I can't no no the the, the one that IQ. but anyway point Charles Dance Paul <laughs> point McGann. being Charles Dance mm-hmm. and Paul McGann yeah. okay uh, point being that you know, I like Alien Three, mm. um, and it's funny you know, kind of contrasting what I said about Aliens being quite dated, but the original script and um, Fincher's original plan for Alien Three didn't get to happen, and this kind of represents some vision of what he was probably going for um, if he was able to to get his way with. I honestly have no criticism of it with Alien Three. No, me uh, neither. I even I, my theory on why they look alike—I don't know if it's just me reading into it or not—but obviously it's set on another planet, and I was thinking, are they maybe kind of genetically engineered to run the ship? And is there just like different versions of the same kind crew. of base DNA mm. crew? Yeah, mm. kind of. And is that why, or is it just was it just a stylistic choice? Stylistic choice. But it is it is set on another planet. It is it is not set right. on, on. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I yeah, I thought it was great. Just you know, big old monster. As as I kind of criticized it earlier, it's just like this is when it's just done right. You don't have to do you don't have to do crazy anything. You know, it's just uh, it's just like it was done right. And the fact and the crab. Uh, communicating through the, the the corpse of the other fella, and then that corpse body get more mangled than uh, putrid. It was great. Just, I didn't like that bit. God, I didn't realize you're. That's because you're a wimp, pride, pride. Pride. Come on. That's rude. Look, he needs to hear it. Okay, tell him privately. You're a wimp, and you've got a weird foot. But you also, but you got, you've got, got one, one great foot, foot, buddy. You've got yeah. a great foot. Yeah, you're 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 handsome with a great foot. Some my number one was Night of the Mini Dead. Really? Um, yeah, I thought it was great fun. I really I'm enjoyed it. At that. It was um, 
I like the little Shaolin temple stuff as well. Um, it's because he didn't have to look at the violence up close. Fair. Yeah, and I got to I got to watch people bang from, from so very far safe. away. But uh, yeah, but in fairness though, like I said, I couldn't really say anything bad about it. It was fun. Just mm-hmm. just not as engrossing as enough as I'd like my, my things to be. But yeah. Well, you know, Aiden's a much more shallow thinker than, than you. Uh, I think he proved many times in this episode tonight that he's not. But uh, there we go. We've got through the whole lot of them. Let's, let's just lean into me being shit, yeah. That's just for show. He's just try, he's just trying to look. He's just trying to look smart. That's all. It's a podcast, Brian. No one can see him. Maybe I am the smartest here. <laughs> <laughs>